Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 320. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got some good stuff to get to today. First things first is going to sound like a uh, a repeat when we uh, first say this, but all of the Southwest flights were grounded again this morning. Uh, not for very long, but they uh, had another uh, little uh, issue with their electronic and uh, software stuff. So what's going on? I think they got lucky that it wasn't Christmas, but as the Germans say, das ist nicht gut. Maybe they need to hire Bill Gates to figure out their software. I don't know. Gross. No. Um, they need to get it together, though. You know, I think pretty Bill weird. Gates made it's some pretty cool software, you know? Like 30 years ago, what does he do? Now he doesn't do any of that. He I mean, doesn't th- even... 30 years ago was 1998. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not true. He made Windows 95, Andy. Uh, yeah. I guess he was still around, still making shit. But I think what was the coolest one XP because it was not all government looking. Well, I think the coolest one. I think like ninety three is what is what like changed it. Yeah, it went from actual government operating systems to gray, but then it went from gray to bubbles and and red X's and things like that. But I don't know. I worry about him, and one day we'll probably hear some crazy shit about that guy. So. No, um, but yeah, that's I, again. They're a budget airline, so that's what you get if you want to fly somewhere for under two hundred dollars when everyone else charges six hundred. You're gonna have to put up with this stuff from time and again. But I thought it was kind of interesting, and you know, four months after uh, Christmas, right back. They probably there. didn't fix anything. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, they told us they did, but yeah, they probably didn't. I don't know. They're using Windows 93. So yeah, that's we ran what an update, guys. <laughs> XP Service Pack 1. Plugged in one extra two. printer. Everything yeah. went down. All right. Well, moving on. Um, HBO. It's a thing of the past. Well, not quite. HBO, the channel, will still exist. But HBO Max, the streaming service that we all come to love over the years. Um, and by years, I mean three, uh, is no longer become be called HBO Max. It'll be just Max, which is uh, the idea of the new people in charge there at Warner, uh, the Discovery people. They were always jealous of HBO, it seems like, so they want to put them all in one place, um, which frankly are, is disgusting. Yeah, uh, they've are, are there still going to be real programs under HBO, or is oh, everything yes, just yes. going to be shit? Max, yes, of course. Like I said, they'll still be making shows for the channel, so they'll still have the high quality programming, um, and even stuff that's not going to the HBO channel, they'll still have some good stuff. Um, which I don't do, understand do. why they're still mad. Like you fucking own HBO now, so what are you doing? I think they think it's weird that HBO Max is the name of the app when they want it. The branding of HBO is so different than all the stuff they offer on there, which is like okay, Looney Tunes, internal classic movies. And now with all this discovery shit, like I was okay. joking about well, it, like 
We've seen these commercials during the NBA playoffs for Dr. Pimple Popper. Like <laughs> it's every other one because that's what that's yeah. what Discovery Channel does. It's just weird, gross bullshit of like, okay, fat people who found love or something. Or, well, um, we no made this offense. guy marry uh, a dog, and are they going to live together and be fine? Like, I don't know. Probably not. That, it's probably a, a terrible idea. Reality but, show coming this fall. Yeah, um, people aren't subscribing to HBO Max so they can catch up on Looney Tunes. They're subscribing so they can watch well, Sopranos for the 16th time. It's nice that they offer that stuff. And that's that's never going to go away. It's like Bugs Bunny. But I'm just saying, like, changing the name. If anything, like, people like my parents were like, Oh, I guess HBO doesn't have a streaming app, app anymore, so we're we're not going to look for it. That's that's what you risk right there. Yeah, I think I think their their problem was like why why should it, it just should be called Warner Max or something? But like Warner Brothers doesn't really have a branding to it. But you're like what Warner Brothers? Like the Animaniacs live in the tower? I don't know. Um, yeah, like that's what it is. Is Warner Brothers owns all these different things, and if HBO means Sopranos, it doesn't mean. Uh, Looney Tunes cartoons, but like you do want the service to have that all if you're gonna you own it all. I mean, same thing. You go to Netflix and you can watch uh, Better Call Saul, and you can watch uh, that Jurassic Park kids show or whatever. Like they, the streaming services have variety. Um, so by dropping the HBO name, they're saying it's not just HBO, but like HBO is the best part of the brand. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's a, a fun little quick aside because I mentioned my parents that were talking about HBO. So uh, a few months ago, I think in October, my mom bought through DirecTV their HBO channels, which it includes HBO Max, but they had one of the original 4K TVs. So it has like three apps, Netflix and Prime and maybe one other thing, uh, but not HBO uh HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO Max, whatever uh, all the options were or are. And so they just had the channels. And it's like, I've had HBO Max for since it's been available. I never go to the actual channels to see what's on. I just go to the app. But So just yeah. to put it in perspective, it's like, yeah, they have no options at all. I bought them an Apple TV. <laughs> they canceled HBO. Well, it's, it's funny. So It's overwhelming parents- for them. So my parents record Bill Maher every week, and I tell them like, "You watch on. stuff on HBO Max with like the DVR or with like a cassette." No, with the DVR, a, a VHS okay. uh, tape. Yeah, <laughs> the old old school. You never know. You never know. Um, and I tell them like, "Why are you recording it? It's on the app. You know how to get there. I've seen you go, and you don't need to record it. It's there, and it keeps track of the one last one you watched. And it's just like." No, they like setting it to record, and then they can watch it. Like it's they're comfortable. There. Yeah, because yeah. it's like they're not going to watch it every week, but you know it's there on the DVR. And like, oh, three weeks later, we can go check this out. Like, it's just very weird. I saw the uh, uh, Chino was just on there from the OC. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his crypto uh, anti crypto. <laughs> he was pissed. Yeah, my parents were very excited. Like, do you know who was on this week? I was like, yeah, I already saw on YouTube. And they're like, you know, the guy from, you know, they they know him as the guy from Southland because that's a, that was a superior show. That oh yeah, see, yeah. But, um, a newer show, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he also played Detective Jim Gordon on Gotham. So, who? He's a big deal. She goes back to WB. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So, uh, when is this expected to happen? Uh, May twenty something is when this the changeover happens. So uh, some of the details are um, the plans are a little bit different. So it's not necessarily more expensive, but it also is. 
So the the ad the ads plan is still ten bucks. So that's with ads. Without ads is still going to be sixteen dollars, which they that that changed to sixteen like a few months ago. Yeah, um, it's, but, it went up a buck, right? Yeah, but okay. the big deal here is that they added a new plan for twenty bucks a month, um, and that's the only way you'll be able to watch four K content on HBO. So the sixteen dollar a month is ten eighty p. Um, there's very little things on HBO Max that are in 4K, yeah, but like by like putting Nolan them behind an extra four, an extra four dollars is is just shitty. Um, when I've been getting it for sixteen dollars this whole time. Um, also, I think it, um, the higher plan has more like concurrent streams and that kind of stuff that don't don't matter too much to me. Um, but yeah, it's shitty that like the few things they do have in 4K, they're like, well, if you want to watch it, it's four dollars more, and it's just not worth it because the streaming quality on 4K is just not there yet so it's really not that much worth it um i had the same problem with netflix does the same thing where to get the 4k content you have to have their tier one plan and it's like no like why yeah but, but at least netflix has more stuff in 4k all the netflix originals are in 4k i think at this point um, where hbo none of their none of their tv shows are 4k it's just some select movies ridiculous uh we're already back up to how much, you know, regular cable costs to get all the same shit. So I guess you just get to pick and choose your battles. Yeah. Yeah, they they did show some other things off. Like they're trying to be like, oh, this is a, a joyous event. And it's like, no, it's not that you're fucking merging this new Bear Grylls reality show with uh, Succession. That's not like something to celebrate. But, you know, um, they did show some like footage of different things, some new trailers. They announced they're making more Game of Thrones spinoffs. So. George R. R. Martin is hard at work uh, delivering TV scripts. Uh, Does he live in, uh, like, Iceland? The world? I don't know. I think he's American. No, that's not possible. I think he is. That little fat train conductor, no way in hell is he American. Is he really? Google (laughs) that away. I hear him typing frantically. Yeah, he's from Bayonne, New Jersey. There you go. He's a no shit. I figured for sure he was like neighbors with a Monsters and Men or something. Yeah. That's crazy. He's always been an American. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's born in New Jersey. I don't. I, that's remarkable. Yeah. That that's astounding. That's there you go. Everyone, everyone just gasped. They had no idea. <laughs> that's crazy. Andy, you blew my mind. Congratulations. All right, we are we done with HBO? Literally? Uh, no, a couple other. No pun things. intended. Uh, they showed the first look at a Gremlins cartoon, which has oh been in the works for a while. Um, why are you saying, "Oh my god, Gremlins are great"? Joe Dante's oh. involved still, so he hasn't done. Are they going to show years. how uh, Phoebe Cates' dad died? Yeah, that's the entire premise of the cartoon. <laughs> he was a Santa, you know. That's <laughs> okay, but do has anything. anyone actually ever looked at a chimney and how you cannot fit a human into one? Maybe you did some construction because it would be so. Sorry to ruin this for the kids at home with Santa and all, but it's physically impossible for a human to fit in there. Even like Ken Young can't fit into a chimney. What about the guy from Ocean's Eleven? Him too. No I one can. Oh, okay. Um, well, anyways, they're making a Gremlins cartoon. Uh, I think it's a, a prequel, an origin story of the Mogwai. I'm sure you know. I think they're pissed off at uh, Baby Yoda. There, they're like, "You stole yeah. the shit." We're going to do our own thing. Um, they also saw a first look at the Penguin series, which is filming oh, right now. Oh, that so. I actually, I saw that trailer, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, a little, little rough footage, but, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, also, 
they're going to make a new Big Bang Theory series because it's like, oh, yeah, we own that too. It's like, cool. That was a hugely popular show, so that makes sense that they would try to capitalize on that. But, like, yeah. Just to, just to tell you that they got a lot of things in the works there. Like, are they just picking they up with back? the same actors? or? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Are they well, yeah, the joke was they already have that show Young Sheldon, that they'll make old Sheldon. But, yeah, nothing was confirmed. It sounded like, they're like hey, we brought the uh, Christmas Vacation Kid back. Like, yeah, lucky, like I don't think yeah. he's too busy. He's not, but he probably has enough money he's to a billionaire, never work again. Yeah. But, yeah, everyone has a price. <laughs> okay, uh, is there more? Uh, no, that's that's what I have there. I mean, there, I'm sure there is more. You can go watch their entire presentation, and but I wouldn't. I'm not gonna do that. We gave them the plenty. That's no one needs to know more. Yeah, I should at least get a free upgrade to my HBO Max yeah. my Max plan. Give Andy a promo code yeah. for that, people. All right. Well, we didn't have this on your uh, your news, Andy, but uh, Jamie Foxx was hospitalized after medical complications on a, on a set of a new movie, and. Uh, as of last reported of yesterday, maybe, they still didn't really know what was going on, but it sounds like he might be getting better. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Like, I, I saw, yeah, he was in the hospital, and he's still not out of the hospital, but... Yeah, in, like, Georgia scary. or something. Pretty weird. Um, That's one of those mystery illnesses that you're not allowed to talk about? Because the Russians might have made it or something? I guess, or uh, <laughs> Pfizer... Chemical warfare, who knows? Yeah. Well, hopefully he's okay. Uh, we need a collateral two, and uh, isn't he making a Mike Tyson movie? Is that what they're filming? I don't. I have no idea. Seems to do that. whatever he wants. He there's a that much. There's a what's that guy that made the George Foreman? Uh, he's his movie's coming out at the end of the month, I think. Yeah. I think a Tyson movie it might be a little movies. bit more. And uh, well, I don't know. He, he made, made that, that Mike Tyson miniseries. Yeah, we didn't finish I it. Like it did that well. Yeah. Just didn't look like him. I don't know. But yeah, hopefully uh, Jamie Foxx is okay. Um, moving along. Uh, I just saw this was released while we were, re- or at least I just read it while we were filming the sports podcast. Killers of the Flower Moon runtime, Andy. How, how long do you think that movie is? Don't even guess as well. Uh, well, he, can, he should guess first because I did. Damn it, it, Andy. What's it called? That's the new Scorsese movie we've been talking about for like a year and <clears> a <throat> half. It's the Apple TV movie, but there's no release date in sight. Um, and If it's Scors- Scorsese, I'll say uh, three hours and 35 minutes. Not bad. Not, not bad. So, Andy, you did see? Very close. Yeah, I think it was like three hours and 26 or Correct. something. Correct. Three hours, 26 it was like a big, minutes. It was like a big victory. They're like, we forced him to cut it, not in beat nine hours. Oh, really? I didn't see that. It was supposed to be, it was like way over four hours. And like, that's not going to work for us. But I mean, it's going to go to Apple TV. Who cares? You'll pause it yeah. on your computer or your phone, whatever, and you go back to it. But it's also going to movie theaters, too. But so. no one's going to see it there because it's free. I will. Well, you, Andy, you don't pay for free, it don't either. Pay for, I don't pay for Apple. If, if Warner Brothers wants to give me a free code for Apple TV, I'll take it. But. Why would Warner Brothers do it? Because they're giving me a free upgrade to. Like, what the too. hell? We'll pay just, for your Apple TV Plus subscription. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll throw in a review of Ted Lasso season two, oh, just that season they, only. Yeah. I'll add a context. All right. But. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that'll be exciting. Also, I think it's going to premiere at uh, 
Venice Film Festival. Is that right? Did I read that? No, the French. Oh, can. Yeah. Okay. I figured it was that, but that's it like, seems too. It's like the new normal now. It's that's the new Sundance for big movies. I mean, the French are very particular. Yeah. Be hilarious. They're like, we're premiering Captain Marvel two at their fucking riot. Yeah. I mean, they already they, they already are. just rioted yeah, for looting. like three months. So. Are they done? I I don't think they're done. I think they I think they uh, the government got that thing passed, so it's like they're pissed. So. Oh, because, yeah, they wanted to push the uh, keep the retirement at 62 when it's going to 64. Yeah, and I think I got did get finalized. Well, so. I think because the guy was trying to say, hey, look, there's more of us now. We can't all retire at the same time. And how do you why does a train conductor get to retire in their 50s? What makes them so special? Government jobs. I don't know. Cops retire in their 50s, too. Yeah, well, they get shot at a train guy. Unless you're driving, train guys get shot at by Western Justin James. Yeah, cowboys, and if you're in Chicago, but not in France. French trains are dangerous. Wasn't there the whole movie on like a French train? If that was like ten years ago, sixteen to Paris or whatever, right? Yeah, that was that that Clint Eastwood thing. It was. I didn't finish it. I well, I heard it was bad because they instead of having actors, they hired the real people. Yeah, which just seems. Honestly, it seems like they made it up then. It's like, we'll get a job out of this, guys. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard, just thinking about, like, oh, we're going to make this blockbuster movie based on a true story, but you know what? Let's just get the actual guys yeah. that don't know what the fuck they're That's doing. That's a real story. That's, and it was also shot like a Soderbergh Sorry, movie. Sorry, I forgot my line. Like, how do you forget your line? On, you, you, you're the one that said it in the first place. Haven't you acted before, son? No, I haven't. <laughs> be funny like in the the final cut you just hear like clint eastwood like talking to him off, off screen no let's say this word yeah i have not seen that i don't think it did did very well yeah i didn't sure finish it, didn't. it. No. all right um that was killers of the flower moon and a little bit of a uh, french uh protest uh, info for you yeah i mean their streets are filled mm-hmm. with garbage i'm sure like actual paris areas where the tourism is is a little bit more clean than like the residential areas, but I still think all of it's kind of just because everyone was like on strike and, and it I don't know it looked like a mess. All right, uh, Andy, tell us about Netflix. Uh, they were still making DVDs for some reason. I mean, not making DVDs, but they were still you could still do the Netflix uh, mail service, the the original thing. How many people um, and get a DVD? Actually, had that. You know, I shouldn't have. That Would they ready give that in, number in, even? The story, but. They, they might have said, like, oh, we still have a million DVD subs or whatever, but... But also, um, like, it, so you, if you have your 4K subscription, for instance, does that come with DVD rentals? No, it's a separate oh, thing. Wow. Yeah, like, back in the day, I remember you'd have the, the subscription to the DVDs. Yeah, my sister was the first like, hey, we, that I, I ever saw yeah. have one. It would, they would be like, hey, we, we have this new thing where you can, like, watch things, like, on the internet, so... Um, here's, uh, between 1.1 and 1.3 million people still subscribe to the DVD service. Like if you have like a cabin that doesn't have internet and you're like, well, I really want to watch Dune. So I think one of the things is that like, because Netflix, you know, has a limited selection, uh, DVDs, they could just get whatever they want. Like, and I know like there was like TV shows that aren't available to stream anywhere. You could rent the DVDs one at a time where you get like four episodes um, I know that was one of the reasons people would do it. Also, um, people used to pirate Can't it. Can't you go to a library you know? and do that still for free? They don't have that selection. Not the same, I guess, yeah. No. But libraries, you can rent shit for free. Yeah. You just need a library card. People forget about that place. Like, Yeah. I'm surprised they're still doing this. Um, 
I, I bet also you have those hipsters that just want to do it because it's funny and it's ironic and they yeah. have, you know, they work for Google, so it doesn't matter the extra nine bucks well, a month. I think that's one of the reasons, yeah, I think one of the reasons Netflix was still doing it because it was kind of like, hey, this is like our old thing. It's kind of funny. And that, but the, you know, the, the co-founder stepped down as CEO a few months ago, so maybe it's like, all right, he's gone now. Yeah, we get can get rid of the shit and his little pet this is project. A loss so. for us. All right. But yeah, Netflix is still up and down. Uh, they also like release new subscriber numbers. And so Wall Street's like, fuck, we're all dead. Fire everyone. Stock is well, tanking. Well, they're done with that, that shit, password man. Nazism, right? What? Remember they're like, <laughs> here. You, you can't share your password bullshit. Oh, no, no, that's still, they're, they're going further on the password oh, sharing. I thought they stopped because everyone was, was also pissed. part of this news. They like pulled that like, document but they're still doing password sharing stuff so oh um, but yeah the dvds will end september 29th 2023 so get them while you can uh mm. what if you don't return them the thing's over what are uh, they gonna do with the them? guy from seinfeld will come yeah <laughs> the late the fees bookman. Mm-hmm. all right well i'm sure uh some hipsters out there in the world and people that live in like <laughs> Far away Alaska mountain towns are going to have to cancel those subscriptions. Oh, here you go, Tony. Oh. Uh, a man whose picture was used in that uh, hitchhiker documentary is suing Netflix because uh, without their his consent. From the 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 like the nomad guy. Yeah, the thing you watched. So. I'm not surprised. That's funny when that shit just gets like stolen without credit. People don't even realize. It probably got like filtered down through like three people, and that's yeah. why Netflix didn't know about it. That happens a lot. Yeah. All right, uh, there was a movie from the '90s that uh, is going to get a series, and uh, my biggest question is: Is Tim Allen going to be in it? I'm talking about Galaxy Quest. You would have to think uh, he would be in it because um, Alan Rickman's not going to be oh, in it. Andy. He's one of the, the leads there. Um, he, he passed. Uh, um, quite a while ago at this point, but uh, they've been wanting to do something with Galaxy Quest again because of uh, since Galaxy Quest came out, both Star Trek and Star Wars made new uh, film series, and so there's a lot of satire you can draw from that. Um, but yeah, nothing nothing has, has gotten done yet. People have tried, but um, uh, Paramount has, has announced that they're gonna they're gonna do a, a streaming series for Paramount Plus. Um, which is like, I, I don't know, will that work? But, I mean, Tim Allen's already tied to like nine streaming services, it seems like, or, or streaming shows. Oh, yeah. Um, and Toy Story 5, I don't know, he's a little, a little busy. He's a busy guy. Uh, filming the Santa Claus right now. Yeah. Season 2. Yeah, uh, I liked that yeah, movie. Were, were you a big fan of that? Um, yeah. The Santa Claus, no. It, it could have been better. Um, I think Cal Penn's character ruined it in... I don't know. Why does everything have to be... I guess for kids now, they don't know any better than Amazon and all that shit, but it's like, just have Christmas trees and gifts and people wear goddamn sweaters and shit. We don't need all these robots and just douchey things. Like, just focus on the essentials. What was the first movie about? Do that. Just recreate that. Bring Judge Reinhold. Yes, we, we need Judge. Yeah. Bring Judge Reinhold into Galaxy Quest. You, he he would fit. be fine in there. Yeah. Wasn't it Justin Long that was the super fan, right? Yeah, what was that um, from? What? Oh, he's in Galaxy Quest? Oh, yeah. I blanked on that. 
Like he was like a nerd kid who like knew everything about it or something. I remember that, but I feel like that's from something else. Yeah. No, so they must be. Uh, the, he was Galaxy Quest. Yeah, he is. That's interesting. And then Jeremy Howard, the weirdest person on the planet, who didn't need any makeup when he was a who in the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I last watched it. I feel like at Vacation Village in Laguna Beach when I was a kid. Oh, you'll have to catch up on it before you watch the Paramount Plus yeah. series. So is uh, Taylor Sheridan doing this He must be. If it's on Paramount Plus, I think that's a, that's a gimme. Uh, they're changing that network now to uh, the Sheridan Network. It's only fair. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about the box office uh, summary for the year. Yeah, so I think we should start with this this past weekend, which uh, had, had the surprising result, at least, at least for me. Um, kind of disappointing for one of our, our favorite people. Uh, Nicolas Cage flops again. Uh, kind of sad. So Renfield came out. Uh, Renfield opened a fourth place. It made less than The Pope's Exorcist. So <laughs> uh, a movie, I would say, in competition with Renfield, uh, both about horror-type things. Um, but this is a terrible result for Renfield. I think it had like a $70 million budget, only getting $8 million in its opening weekend. So it's probably going to finish somewhere around $20 million total. Um, and that's, yeah, two years in a row now, Nicolas Cage has had a, a movie that people have been kind of excited about, but then no one went to go see it. So um, that's interesting. And then, yeah, and the fact that Pope's Exorcist beat it when uh, Pope's Exorcist is a low budget. Yeah, but thing. Russell Crowe is a heavy. Yeah, I think that's and what it he is. is but, heavy. like, does Russell Crowe have. Does he have more star power than, than Nicolas Cage? I, I don't know. I think, speaking for... I'm a big fan of Nick Cage, but I'm a big fan of specific Nick Cage. Why can't... I'm sure there's scripts out there uh, that are Con Air-esque, that are The Rock-esque, things of that nature. I don't need these weird, funny vampire movies. Like I didn't watch Twilight, and I'm not going to watch this unless it's on like Peacock, in October, and I'm incredibly bored. I mean, it I have be, a pretty so. tight, you know, uh, schedule of those movies already. I mean, I got my Hocus Pocus, I got my Hubie Halloween. I can barely squeeze in a movie a, a year to watch, and that's just in October. I'm not going to watch this. When am I going to go watch uh, like Simpsons uh, Christmas episode after this? Like, doesn't make any sense. I do yeah. it. <laughs> I I watch those you, whenever. I watch the Christmas Hall. I mean, uh, Simpsons Halloween stuff you yearly, party, though. So That's I true. just uh, I would love to go see Con Air and a Half or something. Like, what's the next Con Air movie, and can we cast him to be in that? Well, it's just a movie with Gerard Butler. That's just yeah. He's 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 taken over movies, that yeah. role. I, I worry. He, I don't worry, but I think he might also be replacing uh, Liam Neeson in uh, Kicking Ass. He's got more oh, of yeah. these London had fallen movies coming out, and it's like yeah, everything Gerard Butler is in it looks phenomenal. This new uh, um, Iraq or Afghanistan movie. I don't remember what it's called, but I just saw the trailer. It comes out this week. It looks. Decent enough. Um, the other one, though, looks better with uh, the bad guy from Spider-Man. Jake Gyllenhaal. What? Uh, yeah. But, That's what yeah. he's known as. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, 
I think a lot a lot of people who are Nick Cage fans are Nick Cage specific fans. Like I'll even give Gone in sixty seconds some leeway here because that was about a lot of cool cars. Um, it had like an albino yeah. Angelina Jolie in it, which was weird, but the cars were cool. It had um, oh shit, what's the old guy's name? <clears throat> Why am I blanking on his name? Paul no, Newman. Andy. From like uh, Falling uh, Down. I've never seen that movie. Michael no, Douglas? The, the cop in, in Falling <laughs> Down. It's going to piss me off. I'll tell you in one second. You want no, me to Google it? it? It was um, Robert Duvall. Damn it. All right. The Godfather or something. I don't remember Timothy Oliphant being in that movie. He was young. I wouldn't remember him. But, you know, just those kinds of movies are what the Nick Cage fans long for. Um, that's all I'm saying, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, no, people didn't come out, uh, didn't do, do that well. It's going to be a flop. But um, I think, yeah, what I want to talk about here was that um, there's been some good news about the box office, but also some stuff like that where just movies just kind of die. They come out and die, and it's like, what's, what's happening here? Um, I would think like 10 years ago that movie would definitely have done better. Um, but yeah, some. I'll start off here. Q1 2023, um, 28% up over 2022. So $1.7 billion grossed in Q1. But to compare that to 2019, the last real year before the pandemic, uh, there was $2.4 million or billion dollars was the gross. Um, and with inflation, that's a big difference. It's um, probably almost half the amount of tickets are being sold. Um, so even though it's been improving 28% over the last year, it's still not what it was. Uh, movies are just not making the same amount of money, um, even though we still have seen some big hits. So um, on the year, the biggest movie so far, Super Mario Brothers, $360 million already to date. Wow. And that just came out, you know, two weeks ago. Um, so that's, that's a huge hit. I did predict it as one of my top three grocers. This is probably got a good chance to being the highest of the year. Um, number two is still Ant-Man, which was a huge flop. At $212 million, that's not what they're expecting. These Marvel movies usually take in over 300 at minimum, and usually somewhere between, you know, 300 and 500. And at the best, you know, Avengers movies were like $800 million or something. Um, so yeah, this was a, a big flop. Um, I don't at 212 million, but it's still number two. Uh, John Wick Chapter Four, 161 million. This is this is one of those things that's a good sign. Like the John Wick franchise just keeps growing every time a new movie comes out. Uh, that is a that is a big return there for that movie. Um, same thing, Creed Three, 155 million. That's a great return for that. That's uh, I think 50 million or so more than Creed Two. So um, despite that being pre-pandemic versus post-pandemic. Um, yeah, and Scream 6, another nice surprise at number 5, 107 million. So I think that's like 30 million more than the last Scream made. Uh, Megan was a, was a big hit, 95 million um, for a small budget horror movie. So I think those are the big successes right there. Um, but then at number 7, Dungeons and Dragons, 75 million. It's got great reviews. It was a very fun movie. Costs a lot of money to make, and $75 million just doesn't cut it for this kind of movie. They're going to end up losing money on this despite it. Um, people liking it. So that's just the kind of thing that 10 years ago, this would pull in $200 million probably. Um, but not anymore. It just, it, it's not a Marvel movie, so people don't 
feel like they have to see it. They just kind of, it's not like the worst thing in the world, but they're going to end up losing money. Um, Cocaine Bear was actually, that was a big hit actually for the, uh, the budget there. So that's 64 million. Uh, Shazam 2, 58 million. This is another huge flop. Uh, the first Shazam made like 90 million on a lower budget, and the sequel here only pulling in uh, less than 60 million. Uh, pretty bad. And then here's another sign of the end times for me. The number 10 movie so far this year with $52 million, Jesus Revolution. What? So uh, a Christian movie, $52 million. Now, it is starring Kelsey Grammer, so they've got a little bit of star power there. Um, I've never heard of that. But yeah, have you ever even heard of this movie? Yeah, it's... <laughs> uh, they, the Christians come out to see their movies, so... Um, I think it is about like the founding of uh, an Orange County church, too, or something. The Christmas Cathedral? Based. It's not that one. No, it's something else. But, um, yeah, I mean, that shows you that like real movies like Air and Knock at the Cabin and Plane 65 uh, all fell below Jesus Revolution, <laughs> um, which was not a real movie. So and, and some of those movies are going to end up being fine. Like Plane's not going to lose money. That's fine. It's finally million. only uh, ten dollars um, to buy on iTunes. It's been twenty for right. forever and seven yeah. or six bucks to rent. But there does seem to be like a, a limit here. Like a lot of these movies are making between twenty and thirty million when they had like real budgets, real real wide releases, and just kind of it's just not well, not happening. Um, people aren't really returning to the movies. Like it, like the pre-pandemic, there is just a yeah, new and it's I a think. minimum of thirty dollars just for the tickets. You want popcorn? That's another nine bucks. You want to have a beer? That's like thirty-one dollars each. Um, every single company has a streaming service. Most of them will give you a free trial, and all of those things are usually streaming on those services within, you know, three and a half weeks, unless it's a Gerard Butler movie. So it's pretty easy to just hold out and watch it at home where it's really comfortable in, you know, 31 days. Your TV is not that much smaller than the yeah, they, big screen. And there's no pee in your seat unless you pee it in your own seat. So I think they are trying to change that. Some of these uh, studios, they've realized that they've conditioned people to just wait to eight weeks or whatever it is. So some of them are pushing them back. Um, but I believe like Creed 3... And um, Air are both Amazon movies. Um, and I believe they will be on Amazon sometime soon. Um, like Air was actually supposed to go straight to Amazon. Um, but I mean, good, good for them putting in theaters. It's going to make like close to 50 million or something. So that's yeah. free money. But also to Bezos, like that's, you know, nothing to him. So much it costs to charge his sailboat. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Cocaine Bear is on Peacock already. I, I logged into Peacock sometime this week. I keep getting week. emails about like, Cocaine that Cocaine Bear, movie. out. I and I'm like, give oh, a shit. I'm not really? that was quick. You know, 20 and a half. Yeah. Right, you're just being mean. A little bit, I guess. Uh, the movie does not interest me at all. And if, in fact, I worry because now you're going to have some pieces of shit in the flyover states giving, you know, leaving drugs and uh, laced in food for wild animals to find so they think it's fucking funny. Probably but now they it. have seen it, like, oh, let's let's go do it too, Jeremy. Let, let's do it. It's the same as like the people that throw milk in the air at the grocery store for their YouTube channel. I hate you, and I want your parents to be fined. 
Sounds incredibly personal. <laughs> the milk, no. <laughs> well, it, that's just the first example. How many cows died for I'm this? Sure there's, well, the cow, do you know how to? How do, you, do you know how milk is gotten from a cow, Andy? <laughs> I, say, I didn't know cows did die from milk. They can only milk so much before I, they pass out and die, right? I don't think I you assume. just drain them until they're dry, Andy. I think you you let them have a break and replenish. But all I'm saying is it, it's. It's creating copycats, if you will, to quote Batman. And we don't need that, you know? <clears throat> Jackass started that, too. I'm sick of this shit. Well, I'll look out for any stories about meth raccoons or yeah, something. I'm sure, I'm sure it's happening. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there also are plenty of movies I want to see, but it's just not on my radar of like, oh, I'm going to go to the movies tonight. Like, I want to see John Wick. I want to see Air. I I, uh, I would see the Pope's Exorcist before I saw Renfeld in October. Um, I, I still haven't been to the movies since December. Yeah, I think that's what what is showing out is like people really aren't going as much as they did. But I mean, in the '40s, people went to the movies like four times a week because they didn't have TV yeah. yet. So. What else are you gonna do? Uh, things change. Yeah, this is a, a new normal. All right, well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com. Pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with the dog's current collar or harness, and when you plug in promo code, that Tony. is... T-O-N-Y. 65% off at checkout just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and... Plug in promo code Tony for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right. Um, I just have updates on shows I've been watching. Um, how, how about you guys? I have two. I got four. You want to start us off off-road? All right. I'll start with the TV show. Um, season four of Barry. Uh, started this this week so the final season of barry uh two episodes are out already uh happy to see it back i think bill Hader has directed every single episode this season so it's really become more and more his project and basically his audition to become a director more than a performer i'm sure that's what he he wants to do here um it is interesting that the first two seasons of that came out i think 18 and 19 and then it was three years off uh, before coming back. And season three and season four, I believe, were made in like the same time, written the same time. And they do feel more like pairs of seasons uh, so far for the, through the two episodes. So, um, like, I'm pretty sure both of you watched first two seasons and didn't watch season yeah. three at all. So, oh uh, yeah, seems, <laughs> it seems, very seems like a mistake uh, for them to take so much time off and like lost momentum. But um, still very good. Still. Happy to see where it ends up. I mean, it's it's changed a lot. It's more of a psychological drama or anything now. It's, but you know, you still got um, the Fonz still still going strong. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard again when they take that much time. It's just it's like why I never finished Better Call Saul. I really want to, but when you take six years between se- uh, seasons, it's it's just difficult. I agree. Do you want to give another one, Andy? You want me to go again? Yeah, knock out one more. All right. I got a, a movie here um, that's on Showtime. Uh, and I think it did go to the theaters for like 10 days or something. Very limited release. But um, Confess Fletch. So this is a 
I watched Fletch this movie. on the plane going the uh, to London, I think. John Ham. Remember you said you'd seen it. Yeah, so there was a couple of Fletch movies in the 80s uh, starring Chevy Chase. Uh, this is the same character, so it's a, it's a book character. So they're able to just adapt new stories similar to, to James Bond or something like that. Um, and uh, I guess it's kind of a James Bond-like character, but not really. I mean, he probably enjoys a cocktail just like James Bond, but um, he's an investigative reporter who has to solve crimes, kind of like a a detective. Um, yeah, and this is just a, a delightful little movie, just a you know 90-minute crime thing. It's basically just a long episode of, of a detective show, uh, and John Hamm is great. Like, just he's John Hamm. He's so charming and funny and everything that uh, it's just a nice time. Spend some time with him. Yeah. He wears a Lakers hat throughout. It's a plot point in the movie. So that's a fun movie. Um, yeah, that's on uh, Showtime. I think it was leaving because I think it was like leaving soon or whatever those sections they have on those apps. So yeah, I don't know what the rights are to that, but I mean, I wouldn't mind if they just kept making those like every other year or something. New ninety-minute detective yeah, story. Yeah, those kinds of movies are are awesome. All right. Um, I can go quickly. Um, I just have two shows that I'm watching. I've been going hard on The Crown. Uh, I'm into season five now and uh, have been enjoying it. It's been fun to watch post-London, um, just to kind of be like, oh, we've been there, or oh, where was that kind of a thing. And just, I've never cared about the royal family, so I've never followed any of it. And uh, it is pretty interesting uh, stuff. And... Our country certainly doesn't have any of that. Our royal family has only been royal for, yeah, 10 years, 15 years. How long have the Kardashians been famous? Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Something uh, like that. So it's just nice to see the, I don't know, people there seem friendly and, I, I don't know, I don't really like America anymore. Um, so it's nice to get away from it for, you know, 45 minutes. And then uh, Succession, complete other side of the spectrum, still very wealthy people. But uh, Andy, you you warned me about the spoiler, which I had no idea about from a two weeks ago show, not not two nights ago show. But uh, watch that one, and whew, holy smokes, yeah! Um, I heard the episode from this Sunday was just as good. Um, we did not watch that yet, but enjoying both of those shows, and uh, yeah, I've not watched a movie in a while, so that's all I have. Very good. I'll knock out a couple. My only two, I guess. Uh, So I threw it back on, uh, I don't even know what night it was. It must have been Thursday night. But I uh, was, uh, I forget what even streaming service it was, but I uh, ran in, oh no, it was Netflix. I ran into Psycho, which is a movie I've seen before, but I enjoy it. I enjoy the old horror movies. And honestly, I kind of forgot the the plot of it. Like, I forgot that uh, she, her boss, gave her like $40,000 to deposit in the bank. And she was just like, see you later. <laughs> and it's crazy. Cause like, obviously I think that movie was filmed in like 1960 or something. So it's, or came out in 1960, probably filmed in like 59 or 60, who knows, but exactly. But what's crazier to me was the fact that you could honestly kind of do that. Like you could just completely disappear. And I mean, obviously they did get a private investigator and, you know, those were obviously still were around back then, and you just need to basically know one or two people to be like, hey, where's blah, blah, but it is kind of crazy to think that, like, you can 
kind of cruise around, cruise across town. You got 40 grand in your pocket in 1960. You can definitely go a long ways as long as you don't run into a speed bump of a psychotic person, which is what she unfortunately did. Just go to Holiday Inn Express next time. Yeah, but that, not my first time seeing that movie. The first time I actually ever did see that movie was uh, back when I was living with uh, uh, Sean and producer Luke over at, uh, right in the, like right when COVID first got going, like I think it was in like March or late March, early April, when it was the world was shut down. I remember I was like, you know what? I was late at night one time. It was like, you know, it didn't matter what day of the week it was then. And every day was the same day, doomsday. <laughs> I remember sitting on the couch late at night. And I was like, I'm going to finally watch this movie. And I did. And, you know, it was, I didn't realize that the main, who you think is the main, or who is the main character woman at the beginning just gets knocked out so quickly. She makes it like 45 minutes in. And then her sister comes in, and then she's kind of like the main character-ish, I guess. But, you know, good movie. It's a little, you know, it's always intense with the psychotic, like, what, violin music, I guess, or whatever that is. But it's good, and obviously it's an infamous scene with the, when she gets stabbed in the shower, and my mom said that uh, she remembers back then that it was, uh, that was a time when women were actually afraid to take showers if they were home alone because of that scene. So, uh, pretty crazy. And then another movie that I watched, which I had actually never seen before, which was also on Netflix. This was Saturday night when I, uh, helped my buddy move on Saturday, eight hours of moving. So I was sore. I was tired. So I just flopped on the couch and cruising through Netflix. And usually my thing with Netflix is I'll turn it on and wait, uh, look for about 48 minutes until I just go to Disney and turn on the Simpsons. That's usually what ends up happening because it's I don't even know why I do that but it just seems to happen but uh I decided to finally watch because I'd seen it before and I was like yeah, it looks kind of interesting but uh the burbs love uh, that movie you know old yeah Tom Hanks and uh you know what's funny is like when I was looking at that movie I was uh looking at his wife in the movie and I'm like is that Princess Leia I mean it really looks like her but like I felt like you know I just always just know I've only seen her like only as Princess Leia and then when I watched the the end with the credits, because I was like, I want to know who some of these names were, because I was like, I know I've heard them before. And then sure enough, Carrie Fisher, I was like, I knew it. But uh, obviously, I, I enjoy a movie like that, you know, just like this little neighborhood where they, you know, it's the house that's the creepy house that nobody, they never see them. And then it's just like the fact that the neighbors are all like goofy and stuff and like all like crazy and just like trying to see like what's going on. And then. You know, just the whole little thing. So the, the guy that plays the little doctor, what else is he in? Because it was bugging me. I know I've seen him in other stuff. Do you? Yeah, he was in a lot of things. He was in multiple Joe Dante movies in the, I don't know, in the I 80s. Just, but I think he was, the thing you probably remembering from was... Uh, yeah, was the yeah, okay, I was going to say it was. I knew it was father. when he was a lot older and like didn't speak. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I think that is what I was thinking of. Because I was like, I visioned him... As like this guy that just kind of walks in, but like doesn't really have any lines. That's the, like the yeah. breakfast table or whatever. Yeah. He's piling up the bagels. and <laughs> That was good, Andy. You read my mind. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed that movie. It was it was cool. You know, it's always fun seeing a young That's Tom Hanks. That's why I like Bruce Dern so much. And then, he's, he's the uh, army guy in there. Yeah. Yeah, and I, know, I knew that. I, I recognize that name, but I know I've seen him in other stuff too. Like he's... What other popular Nebraska, movies was he? He was in. He was bedridden in uh, Spawn Ranch and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The Great Gatsby. Huh. I don't know. The original, or at least Robert Redford one. Yeah, I don't know, but I uh, 
No, I enjoyed that. It was a lot of good, fun, different personalities in that uh that show. And then obviously you've got uh the younger guy that Hollywood Corey absolutely Feldman. destroyed. Pizza <laughs> dude. Yeah. That, that must have been right around the time when it was starting to go downhill for him, I assume. Right? Like it was like Hollywood stuff. I mean, although he wasn't a child actor anymore at that yeah, point. At that point he was already older, but he was probably probably worse was when he was trying to get in. Yeah. In the early eighties. But I feel like at that point, though, he was like, uh, I mean, he was probably, drugs, I'm sure, have at yeah. least had at least taken over at that point. But, yeah. Eh, I enjoyed that movie, though. That's like, on Disney Plus? Uh, that was on uh, Netflix. Yeah, pretty good. But, yeah, that's it for, uh, for me. Although, the last thing I guess I could say that I watched was the Coachella live stream of Blink-182 on Friday, which was pretty so cool. you knew that was happening? So yeah, was, okay. Brian sent it to me. Okay. Uh, our buddy Brian sent it to me and said, like, after they'd already announced they were playing, that you could watch it on this, and I did, and it was it was cool. It, it was like, it was like the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. I mean, they were just doing they, jokes. Yeah, they just don't miss a beat. Well, then they probably only played like four songs because no <laughs> short sets. No, they went like about. They even admitted they were like, we we've gone about like an hour longer than we were supposed to, or something. Like they they let them go. I mean, it was. Like they showed screens of like the outside. It was like those videos you see of like. You know, the 90s people playing it like bamboozle and shit like that. Like, it was flooded with people. Like, they, they, no one was going to stop them. They, they were on their own time schedule. I mean, that was their first time playing together in, oh, I think, over 10 years. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, it was pretty cool. They had some, uh, some good, some good jokes and lines. And at one point, it was like, I know Mark was like, hey, everybody, watch this. And then grabbed the microphone and ran up to Travis and said, hey, Travis, say what's up, Coachella. And he's like, what's up, Coachella? And they're like, he speaks. <laughs> And it is kind of funny because, like, I always just remember it was like Travis. You just really do never hear Travis speak. But, He's a fucking superstar now. Oh, I know he is. I turn on Hulu and it's like the Travis Parker wedding. Watch now, and I'm like, oh fuck this, this <laughs> goddamn whole family. Yeah, um, but you know what's funny is we looked up their net worths, and I mean, I don't know how updated it was, but it showed that he was the least rich still of all of them. I mean, now he's married into very good he, wealth, yeah, but he probably doesn't have songwriting credits. Yeah, that's the thing. And also, I mean, and also the other two were in other bands. I don't know what that. I mean, Angels and Airwaves was a very popular band. I mean, also Travis Barker joined them like three albums in. So. Yeah. So yeah. when, when uh, you know, they play Damn It was, on the radio, he was, gets no residuals. Was Enema of the State his first band uh, CD yeah. with them? Yeah, so he wasn't part of Dude Ranch or the, was the Chester Cat or whatever? Yeah, good stuff. And the, the Buddha one? Mm-hmm. Was that also the first time that Mark has played since his yeah. cancer? Yeah, so that's what they were all they were saying he, through. Is did like, he have stamina to play? This? Oh, yeah, no, he did. No, I'm telling you, dude, it was like, if you were closing your eyes and listening to them and listening, like, or like at least listening to like the, the joke stuff, it's like you would have been like, oh, man, these guys have not. It, it, it's just funny because they are, they are older. It's crazy. I mean, that's just what happens, obviously, with bands. I mean, they're, I know Mark's over 50. I don't know how old Tom is or Travis. No one does. It's but impossible to find out. It is. But <clears throat> anyway, good stuff. It was good stuff. Nice. You want to close it out uh, off road? Yeah. So I got I got two movies uh, new to theaters that I watched, and uh, neither of them are Renfield, so I'm part of the problem here. Um, but uh, I did watch The Pope's Exorcist. Um, had a nice time. I think it was a very competently made. Uh, it's hard to say a horror movie. It is a horror movie, but it's like an it's its own subgenre, an exorcism movie, which means there's not going to be dead bodies and all this shit. It's like one thing, and can you save the person who's who's possessed? Um, but yeah, it's really this movie's all about Russell Crowe. He 
he speaks Italian for, I think, the first third of it. Does not speak, like, any English. Or, no, he does speak English for, like, a little bit because they make him. Like, he speaks Italian to the whole thing in, a, in an Italian accent. He rides a Vespa scooter all the what? way from the Vatican to, to like, rural Spain. It's just like, all right, how'd this work? Forever. But, um, yeah, so the, uh, I mean, the premise is, like, the, the little kids in Spain. It's, a, it's an American family. They inherited, like, an old church in Spain, and it's their only thing they have left, so they're going to redo it. And the mom, it, it's a classic setup. And the 80s mom moves. She's a single mom now. She moves the kids, and all they want to do is listen to their Walkmans. And now they're in rural Spain and have to fix up an old church. But uh, there's a reason that church got abandoned, because there's evil under there. Um, and so the reason Russell Crowe does have to abandon his Italian is that he teams up with a a local priest, a Spanish priest, English? and uh, the Spanish, yeah, the I'm Spanish priest English. doesn't speak Italian, and Russell Crowe doesn't speak Spanish, but they both speak English, and then that's how you do that. But um, I, I would have liked if Russell Crowe just spoke uh, Italian the entire way through. Commitment there for, for Gladiator. Um, <laughs> but it was a, you know, it just it was solid, it, like. Hit the right beats. It had all the, I mean, a little cliche. It had all the, the things you expect from an exorcism movie. Of, you know, oh, the head's turning. Oh, is this person going to start climbing on the walls? Yep, they're climbing on the walls. There you go. Um, but I did like a little bit of a mystery. There was kind of an Indiana Jones-ish segment to the movie. Um, yeah, just, just competently made. I think it was a decent movie. Not, not a classic by any means, but. All right, very good. Uh, and then the second movie I watched uh, an indie movie that uh, is great. Uh, one of my favorite movies so far this year, probably probably number two behind John Wick Four. Uh, it's called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. It's about is a, a movie about a young group of eco terrorists the, who the pipeline uh, the in Europe. No, it, okay. it takes place in America. I mean, it is not based on a real story. It is based on a nonfiction book about eco-terrorists and, and their, you know, their manifestos and um, basically the philosophy behind it and everything. Um, but they adapted this book into its own original story. Um, yeah, about a young group of, of you know, 20-somethings who uh, come up with this plan to blow up a pipeline in Texas. And uh, the movie is basically a heist movie. And uh, what, what I liked about it is, like, you know, in the heist movies, there's usually, like, the putting the, the, together the team and you got to go find, oh, this is the mechanic, oh, yeah. and you go to Brazil or something, and the mechanic's in Brazil, and then, okay, this is the computer guy. Um, this movie just kind of starts you right away in the plan and then does flashbacks, which is like, I'm a sucker for that. Like I, I, I Matt I Damon it. on the subway. So it's just like, yeah. So it's like an hour in, you still don't even know what this guy's uh, origin is and why this, why do they want to be part of this? And, I mean, they're they're... Basically, their how their plan works is that they aren't all connected. It's all people from across the country that they don't know each other, so they won't all be connected together. Um, and yeah, it's just a really good, effective, tense um, heist movie. And the heist is not to steal anything, but it is to to blow up a pipeline. Um, and they have to they have to blow it. Up, they have to do two different bombs in order to effectively blow it up. So it's you know a lot a lot of stress there. But um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was great. Um, I didn't wasn't really familiar with the person who made this movie. I, lo- I looked him up. Uh, they directed a movie called Cam that was on Netflix. Uh, oh, that I liked a lot. It was a I think I saw thriller that movie, movie too. Yeah, a thriller movie about a, a, a cam girl 
Yeah, I did see that movie. Who like gets kicked out of her account, but somehow she's still streaming, and she yeah. has to like figure out what's going on. So I did see that movie. Um, I remember that. So yeah, nice little start for this guy's career. Um, but yeah, this this was great. How to blow up a pipeline? Uh, small release, probably not Be everywhere. Careful searching that on the web. Worth worth checking out. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's interesting that that just kind of got made that way. But that is really actually the name of the book as well. So okay. <laughs> From the creators of How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. But also blow up a pipeline. Also makes me think of uh, Seinfeld when Cramerica has the idea for a bladder for an oil tanker. So that if the, if the, all the tanker crashes, the oil doesn't go everywhere. And then they drop the blob of oil mm. on Jerry's yeah. girlfriend. And they're trying to warn her by yelling, hello. But she... Thinks that is him making fun of her belly button, which talks to him and while well, she's asleep. Yes. That was with yes, uh, was. Darren, the intern. High tea with a Mr. Newman. All right. I like how we often end the show with uh, Seinfeld references. <laughs> Makes me happy. Yeah. That's how it should be. Uh, anything else to add? I, I don't have anything. Nope. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 320 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road Andy and Tony Cass. Goodbye. That's goodbye. Thanks we'll for listening. Later.